Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Bachelors in the City, and we are recapping The Bachelorettes. The Bachelorettes, is, the first time we can say that. Bachelor. Plural. Rets. Plural. This is the first. Plural. I can't speak. Man, this was an exciting episode. What do you think, Mr. Weber? I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to, I miss doing these recaps. They're always fun. Uh, it's always fun, I think, going down a little bit of uh, memory lane and um, feeling some nostalgia, right? And uh, I think it's freaking awesome to uh, be recapping a season with our boy. Got some fun facts about actually what he wore tonight. We'll throw that in there as well. That's That was pretty cool. I think that's that's a... That's a throwback right there. I think people will appreciate for sure. 100%. But before we get into the recap, we got a couple things we want to talk about. Absolutely. So I don't know if you guys have uh, seen on our socials, but uh, there is a Roses for Everyone campaign that was launched June 11th. And uh, it's all about body inclusivity. Now, I uh, I think this is a pretty cool campaign. Uh, I think it's uh, definitely long overdue. Um, And... uh, you know, I guess, I guess if you want to claim to support the average American woman, right? I feel like we should be representing them and uh, doing that a little bit better on the show. So if you guys are uh, interested in that campaign and learning a little bit more about it, uh, definitely check it out. We'll post some more info on it, but I think it's definitely a, a good idea. What do you think? 100%. From someone that is, you know, a black male that was on The Bachelorette, probably didn't get as much love, screen time, and... Hasn't really been much represented, so I'm always done. So who, 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 we have this. Uh, it's, it says in 20 years, that's crazy. 44 seasons, 1,100 plus contestants. Wow, there have only been two plus size people cast by by the franchise, and it says they went home night one. Only two. That's what. So who? Th- this is Emma. Who created this? Who, where is this campaign? This is from, from? Uh, the campaign. So they have all of this information on their Instagram at Roses for Everyone. And so they have a bunch of statistics out there as well as a bunch of links that you can click on to sign petitions and get involved and create this change about a more representative cast. Very cool. Very cool for uh, Bachelor Nation to have your hand in here and uh, and, and create some change. I like it. I want to see who these, were these plus size people, women or men? I don't even, so it's two people who have self-identified as plus size. They haven't been highlighted or outed in any, like, they aren't trying to become the poster children for this necessarily. I see. But the campaign itself is just to draw that stark contrast, especially between the numbers, 1,100 plus contestants, two plus size people. Wow. That's bananas. <laughs> that is bananas. I was thinking our buddy Brian, I mean, he's a... He's a very tall. Why he played as a lineman in the NFL? He was a night one guy too. I feel like he. Did needed. you see his story yesterday? I did not. Oh my god! So Brian Whitsman, he was on the podcast, big NFL guy, and he's like, he looks like an NFL player. He posted on his story. He posted two things on his story. It's like shout out to me going home night one, throwback to being booted off for not having enough childhood trauma or villain vibes. Oh, I did see this. I did see that. And then the second one is the opener that he was going to use that they wouldn't let him use. What what, what was it? I didn't see that one. Wanted to give you this Costco card tonight as a reminder that the best things come in bulk. (laughs) Oh my God. Why didn't he let him use that? That That would have been so good. Costco is my first job. I would have loved that. 
That would have been hilarious. Costco's not paying ABC. ABC's it sounds like a good opportunity for them time. to reach out to Costco and make something happen there. They're making me kind of hungry now. I want to go get some free samples. That cracked <laughs> me up. I was like, I love you, Brian. I, I hate that he went home night one. That's yeah, too bad. That was, that was a miss. We got some great stories with Brian. Before we get into everything, uh, Bachelor Data is really cool. So we've had Bachelor Data on the pod. And uh, if you guys want to visit their page, they have a downloadable PDF where you not only get the basic info on all the contestants, but get this, if you click on them, it takes you to their Instagram. It's all hyperlinked. And uh, yeah, Susanna is essentially living in 2050. So thank you. Uh, She's amazing for doing with this. I, it's insane work. to see her do all these these. these this data stuff. It's insane to me. Like yeah, she's putting in a lot of work and a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially early in the season here. We got this to help us uh, Absolutely. Navigate. There's so many names and faces and night one is always so hard to follow. So usually I make my own version of this PDF and I sent you guys ones before where you had like the names next to the faces. It was easier to remember, but this is unreal. Game changer, right? Especially here. they didn't so, get rid of anyone either first night, barely anyone. So it's, we, we have a lot. got rid of three people, oof, which we'll have to talk about. <laughs> so, with that, do you guys want to break down what happened last night? Let's get into it. It's been Let's a couple months. It. Off season is officially over, shall we? We shall. Let's, Let's do it. So, the season starts as it always does with a highlight reel of what we can kind of expect for the night. And then at the end of the episode, we get the highlight reel for what we can expect this season. And the highlight reel at the beginning of the night, I will say it was fine. You know, I didn't realize that they were surprising Gabby and Rachel. Did you guys realize that? That they didn't know that the other person was going to do it. And then all of the people who had already been cast for the next season didn't know that it was going to be either Gabby or Rachel. And so we got the real-time reactions from that. What was your guys' take on that? Definitely surprised by that. I actually, I love that. I thought that was super exciting. Must have been just like an extreme shock because both those, you know, women showing up there to AFR, you know, probably being told by production and everything, obviously keep this a secret. We're going to do this a live announcement on TV, live TV, and then to get them as well and get that surprise and just pure natural shock and emotion. Obviously, it was very unique and uh, and just and cool to experience. And as a guy, for sure, that must have been double as exciting. I mean, two two different options there. So that's, uh, you know, obviously, it's never been done before. So I was about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this really benefits guys on the show. Wow. How great. I'm glad that we're throwing men a bone today. <laughs> great. Men really need another win in society. You know, you know, but also I think it's great for the girls as well. I was thinking about this, how they were just having girl chat, girl talk, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, I feel like that in this kind in this position to be in a, as a league helps. I mean, Peter talking to me, he was like so lonely and shit. You just, you know, had producers on his side talking to him. But how much can you trust a producer when you have a buddy like that that's, that could kind of like maybe slap you straight sometimes. Be like, no, this guy's trouble. I'm excited to see if they end up disliking one of the guys that the other one's going for. I think this is going to be good. I, I, so I, I, I agree. I definitely hear you on that. I will say, and I'm curious. I'm going to need more time now to to watch this whole season obviously play out. I think the initial thought of hearing the you know two bachelorettes for the full season was very exciting. I will say I I felt a little disconnected how 
compared to how maybe I normally will feel from a first episode of the show, watching one lead, just everything from, you know, their initial opening package and getting to really invest yourself in that person and want to get, you know, super excited to root for that person and, and follow their story. I, I'm curious to see if that disconnection kind of fades a little bit. Me personally watching this, I hope it does. Because I think right now, obviously, there can just, there's going to be a lot of distractions and, you know, there's going to be, you know, maybe you're going to be rooting more for one person than the other and have one person side more. So I'm curious to see how that, how this all plays out throughout a full season. Yeah. And is it going to be leveled? Like one person might be doing great, have no issues. The other one might be going through the trenches. You know, it's really... Uh... It's, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be entertaining 100% for me. Oh, no doubt. So in the intro, that like early promo, it was really cool because usually they just have her like the bachelorette or the bachelor standing and looking off into the distance or because like there's only so many B-roll shots you can get of a solo person in looking like they're you would pondering think. something. One, one would think. And then you wake <laughs> up the next day and we're going to do another contemplation shot. It's like, guys, I have no more looks to give. This is all I have. I am dried out, <laughs> but they keep asking. Well, I like that they were able to like banter off of one another and be like, they have that support person. I think that's cool. I think it's really cute at the beginning. I think it's going to get really, really messy really fast. Good TV. Good TV. Great TV. The other thing that became a little bit thematic. I know where you're going this with this. episode. How do you guys feel about all of the Clayton slander from moment one to the end of the episode? Dude was on the chopping block. It was so petty. Like, leave. I, I, like, I'll be one to admit when I was first, when I first knew he was going to be the bachelor, I wasn't a fan. I never talked shit about him, but I just wasn't a fan of him. And I, I feel bad for him now. He's been getting getting this from start to finish and in some now. It's just, I think the production team did a bad job of doing that. I think this guy might be going through it. I don't know. I just feel bad. Yeah, I, he got I, done dirty. I'll be honest. I, I didn't like it. I just, I don't get the, the constant, l- listen, what I, you want to know my honest opinion of what I actually feel? I am so damn happy. I did not go on paradise because I had a long talk with uh, one of the producers and I was just like, man, these people are just full of it, full of it. Literally try to convince me here. They're like, listen, we know that, you know, there's not the best relationship we have with bachelor, with previous bachelors, especially like on the guy side, right? Maybe not so much bachelorette side, but on the bachelor side, you know, they were telling me like, we acknowledge that we can see that. We understand that the, you know, bachelor nation sees it. And for whatever reason, these relationships kind of sour post, you know, being the bachelor. And they're like, we are actively trying to change that. We, we don't want that to be the case anymore. And that was like a, I would maybe say like a recruitment tool to try to get me to, you know, agree to do paradise. Like, listen, we have your back now. We got your, we're on your side. And then I see, and I wanted to believe it. Right. And then I see this, I'm like, holy shit. Thank God. I just dodged a bullet. Like it, it's just, I don't, I don't understand it. it. Move on. You know, don't be showing this guy so much hate. Yes. Did he do things, you know, perfect? Of course not. Are, are Gabby and Rachel going to do things perfect? Of course not. They're already admitting here on the, on the first episode that, you know, oh, you can see how it's easy to fall for more than one person. But I don't know. I didn't like it. It was some cheap shots and uh, I didn't think it was necessary. Yeah. Agreed. It was just a little bit petty. It was interesting that... So Clayton's season started with them throwing jabs at him once he was announced They literally haven't stopped with him. Seriously. Before his season, then his season, and now the next season. Susie posted a TikTok, which was like, keep 
my wife's name out <laughs> That's your cute. mouth. And it was like her standing by Clayton. I liked that. I think that that's I'm, being a good partner. Yeah, I'm glad they're together. I'm glad he's lucky enough to have someone by his side through totally. these moments to kind of keep mm-hmm. him up and has his back. Yeah, so. I, I didn't I didn't understand. They're like, they kept pushing like, oh, you know, he's, he's going to regret all this. And like, it's you know, his loss. The guy found love. You know, you got you to gotta be happy for him and, and for Susie. And that's what this show claims to be about. So why, why are you trying to, you know, knock that on him? I think we need to start showing them some more love. And they seem happy together. So I think we should put the, him to rest, you know, talking negatively and uh, just be happy, move on and enjoy this, this season with uh, these two, two uh, amazing women. Let him rest in peace. freaking bumping up their statistics anyway for success. So they saw two pretty big breakups in the past month from their previous bachelorettes. Yeah. Maybe throw maybe maybe we lay off the gas on the hatred cuz he's like one of the only success stories we have going right now that at least wasn't put in the commercials for this episode. I think Bachelor Clues is going to have some commentary about how lost in the sauce this episode was. Can we talk <laughs> before we dive into the limo entrances? And before we dive into all of the, like, adoration of Nate, there were three commercials that stood out. The first, Jared and Ashley I were promoting a horror movie. Then Grocery Store Joe and Serena were doing, I believe, Concealer, and then also ABC's The Bachelor. And then there was a Bachelor Wait, Joe, casting Joe advertisement. Joe is doing Concealer? That was, yeah, Joe was putting, he had his little, like, blotting brush and everything. Okay. He looked pretty cute. Yes. And then there was a casting commercial that was also obscene. What were your guys' takes on the just out-of-pocket commercials that we got? I missed the the last one where they dump your boyfriend, but I did see the other two. And these commercials look phenomenal. I must say, like, lighting, whoever directed it. Like, it looked like, like a movie scene, honestly. I thought they were cute, though. You know, I kind of I kind of like how I this is one of the things I like about The Bachelor and I wish they did this with all couples where they you you're helping couples, you're helping people, you're putting them out there, you're giving them opportunity. And you know, I I like that relationship. I just wish it wouldn't be so negative the other way as well, you know. Uh but I I thought they were phenomenal phenomenal commercials. I was <laughs> I was texting Joe. I was like, "Well, damn. Okay, excuse me." <laughs> Full transparency. I, I was actually uh, was on a date last night, so I uh, missed Woo-hoo. missed the live uh, show, and so I had to wake up early this morning. So I missed the uh, commercials. I had to watch the Hulu. So I have no comment on that, but I'll have to uh, YouTube them and search them up. I'll send you some links. Okay. Um, the one that I think stood out the most to me. So there's a lot of commentary on the internet, like dump your boyfriend. Da 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 da. ABC put out a commercial saying dump your loser boyfriend and apply oh. to be on The Bachelor. Oh. It's like, Jesus Christ. So you can get dumped night one. Do you, 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 you think they would bring Kat on if she dumped me and applied? <laughs> oh my God. In a heartbeat. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Let's not put that juju out there. <laughs> let's not manifest any of that. Nah. Kat's delightful. We don't want to wish any of that evil on her or no. like your guys' relationship, but mostly on her. <laughs> 
Love it. All right. right. So we start off, Gabby, greeting Rachel, Sunair Aviation, Camarillo, California. I remember seeing a little promo for this with her sign. I loved it. Super, super cute. I I do love, listen, I I said, you know, maybe felt a little disconnected just attaching myself to a story here and and getting ready for a journey, right, to embark on. Wow, that sounds Mm -hmm. so cliche for every Bachelor season. But I, I do like their friendship. They do seem... You know, obviously, are they best friends? No, they just met on, you know, a couple months ago on the, on the season. But they, you can definitely see that they're really close. And uh, they are going to be extremely supportive with each other. They definitely have great chemistry around each other. Gabby's freaking hilarious. I They play off each other so funny. well, too. So, it's very just such well. a good bit. It's very, it's very good. Yeah, it's, it's just a good, good chemistry there. I feel like I almost like seeing them together more than I, I mean, granted, it's the first episode with, with the other guys, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's something happening at the end and you're like, well, they just let's just leave together, be best friends. But, anyways, go ahead. Well, I just think that it's really cute that they're able to have such good banter in such a tense situation. Yes. Even my mom, who when I was younger, she was like, why are you watching this trash show? And now I work on a bachelor podcast and I'm like, God, mom, it was research. Get it together. There you go. She was watching with me last night and she was like, okay, these ladies are funny. Yeah. Like I'm actually enjoying this. Yes. No, they definitely, they are a great pick. If you were to pick two bachelorettes together and vibe off each other, I think they, uh, ABC hit the nail on the head with uh, casting them. So I'm excited. We'll, we'll see, uh, how this all transpires. So episode gets off. How do you think that changed the walk-in? Changed the walk-in? Yeah. So not to jump the gun here, but like getting into like the entrance with the oh, limos. Correct. They're both, both of the women are standing there. Think about how we've judged the walk-in. Right. Time after time. How do you think that changed it? The dynamic was awkward at first. Who do you think thrived? Who do you think failed? Give me your takes. There were some thrivers out there. I can think of two that I think thrived. But before we get to that, take- what would you... Because uh, to be honest, I would have hated this. I would have like, yes, it's, you know, maybe two options here. And if, if there's, you know, one that's not working with, maybe there's chemistry with the other one. But I would have not been good in this situation having to sit down with two women and try to like figure that out and navigate that. Like, I just, I don't know. I, at the same time, how would you have been, Dusty? Honestly, I think it takes a little pressure off, I think. Because I think one-on-one is always a little nerve-wracking. Oh, you got two people. It's kind of like a little group setting. So, but you can like you can immediately get that energy. You can feel, you can feel if something's there right away. Whether it's yes, it's nerve wracking, of course, and I think nerves are good. But you don't think it's like a little. I don't know. I would have been super tough to navigate, in my opinion. I, I think when you go in there, I don't think you go in. There, I think limo interest, unless unless you really know which one you want to go for. I think you just kind of. It's like easy breezy. You kind of make up something funny like most of the guys did. Yeah. And you just finish off later inside. I, I think it kind of leaves the pressure on. I don't know. I was nervous going out of the limo. So I think this would have helped a little bit in my opinion. I don't know though. Damn, really? I Actually, now I'm, now I'm picturing the… It's an interesting take. Yeah, I'm picturing more just conversations after, but I can't even imagine because I was so nervous. I mean, everyone's… Either, how can you not be nervous in that moment uh, walking out of the limo for the first time and… And starting this, but damn, having two people up there, that's, I think I would have for sure, like, I would have definitely, okay, I'm interested in this one. I'm just, I'm sticking to it. And, you know, 75, 25 type thing, maybe in the beginning, obviously you have to, you know, be polite and and show respect to the other person. But I don't know if I would have enjoyed 
two at the same time. So which one stood out the most to you? Because I definitely have a couple that stood out for the right and for the wrong reasons. And the one I want to highlight for the wrong reason is Jason walks in and he says, I'm like Clayton. I'm in love with three women, my mom, my sister, and my dog. And my comment on that is one, everyone was going to go for the Clayton bit. Lame. Two, don't say you're in love with your mom, your sister, and your dog. You might love them. That's great. Love and in love, in my mind, mean two different things. Right, on the romantic side. I, I actually, that stood out to me too. I was like, eh, it's a little weird to say. It was a little weird, a little creepy. I mean, he was obviously, I was like, oh, that he was, was going corny. for the joke and, you know. He went for the joke. It didn't land. Didn't land. Uh, they didn't like the Clayton stuff. Mm-mm. I would say most of the guys were cheesy. Very cheesy. A lot of it was cheesy. I would say there was one guy that was really just on his P's and Q's. And what's it? Avon? Avon with, oh my God, tall, dark, and handsome. He walked out and I was like, oh my God, is that my husband? <laughs> Avon did it perfectly. Avon did his homework. Avon, you know, made references to their, you know, grandpa and father and um, went in there. And he, in my opinion, he crushed it. He, that, that was pretty smooth. That was smooth. You know, genuine. And if you don't make it very far, message Bachelors in the City podcast on Instagram. I'd like to buy you a beer. <laughs> oh. Oh, Emma. Okay. The twins. The twins. I, hey, I, I swung and I missed on that one, apparently. <laughs> I liked, anyway. I like Jordan H. I like Jordan H. Bringing in the headphones. Again, yeah. kind of getting away from this this kind of maybe theme of like being disconnected, having these distractions, you know, just being able to show focus on one person. And I think it was a, it was a cute, unique, clever way to have that one-on-one time with that person when the other one's right there, you know, next to them. I like that. Clever, funny. That guy's going on to the next round for sure. That was I good. like that. Everyone's going that on to the, the next round. Except that one stood out the most for <laughs> no, the right yeah. reasons, I would say. Yeah. The giant meatball sub. What were meatball, your takes on that? Meatball. I think he was the biggest win amongst the other guys because then everyone got meatball sub. True. You can't go wrong. I think, gosh. I wonder what were better though, the meatballs? Because remember the meatballs in the mansion? They're, they're known for that first night. Those are probably the best meatballs I've ever had in my life. So I wonder how that compared to the actual sub that Meatball, our contestant, brought in. I, I don't know, but I feel so stupid for when we went on there. Women love food. Bring a woman some food. And True. you're on for a night sure like that, going to go on. You're sipping like, champ. You want to have something. You're, it's an all-nighter. All-nighter. Definitely. That guy, how, big was that, how big was that? Like seven feet? Something like that. It was enough for everybody. Cast probably got to eat too. Yeah, he he's a win all that, around. Sure. So they might have wanted to get rid of him, but he's he's made his way into everyone's hearts with the meatball sub. All right. Yeah. I, I just, just because he, obviously I, I love it. I love magic. Is it Roby or Robbie? <laughs> Roby. Roby. Which, yeah. That was a badass trick. I, I don't care if you think it's a gimmick <laughs> or whatnot. That was, I, I, tried, I played that back in slow-mo. How the hell did he just do that? I am very disappointed that he does not continue with this for the rest of the season because I would have loved to have... Yes, I get it. It's, it's so, only so much you can do tricks and all that. And it's, you got to have more. I get that. But more than one episode. Come on. You got a magician. I think that's the first time we've had like a professional magician, no? At least that I can recall. Should we try to get him on the podcast yes. so we can teach you some sleight 100%. of hand? I, I would love to. 100%. I, I would love to. All right. I, I got to say, there's one guy that was a little bit cringy for me. Who? And it was Quincy. The guy said that he ha- hasn't had sex in like uh, how long? In a, 
In a, oh, it was a year and a half. Oops, yeah. I wrote week and a half in here. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it, I haven't had sex in a year and a half. And then Gabby like, was like, well, that makes, that one, makes of one of us. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Don't say that as a first. Maybe that, you, that, that's more of an intimate. Is that like, a flex? <sighs> a year and a half? Is that supposed to like be? Because like I get the virginity it, it, I thing. I was going to say. People is that, like use that as a big car. Is that our closest thing to? Because, you know, there's always the virgins on, on, the, on the show. Is that the closest thing, I guess, to kind of this season's virgin? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But I think that's something you say for later. That's a little personal. Yeah. So speaking of the twins, what did you think of their uh, walk-in? I felt, I, I felt, listen, so we met them. Uh, we went to the Rufus Soul concert, right? And I thought that, you know, great guys. I had no idea that they, they were, they left night one. I would have, Neither did I. Listen, I think obviously it was obvious what was how it was being played out, and you know they were trying to show, oh, they're too similar, and they got, you know with the music and the conversation just wasn't really flowing. I guess what I, now looking back on it, the two guys that again, this is just what we saw, what made it to the air, but the two conversations that seemed uncomfortable and awkward were with the two bachelorettes at the same time, with with Roby and with the twins, and they were the the three that ended up leaving. So maybe they, honestly, maybe they just like pulled a, a switcheroo there and like an audible and realized, yeah, this isn't working. We got to have more one-on-one time with these conversations. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, it just, it was an awkward conversation. There's no, no other way to put it. Right. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought for sure the twins would be going on further, but also I, I get Gabby. What, how old's Gabby? 30? Yeah. I think she's either like 29 or 30. 31. And then, 31. Thank you. Uh, 31. Okay. So yeah, she doesn't want to date. Oh my God. Thank you. Bachelor, bachelor Jada. Jada. It's literally yep. right in front of me. She doesn't want to date a guy that's, you know, early twenties. I get that 100%. So it's, yeah. I, I, I totally get that. So what about that guy with the, the pillow with, he had both faces on the pillow, so cringy. Cr- no, cringy. I freaking loved it. What are you talking? I hated it was it, it was a throwback. Dude it was a throwback to goofball. Was it? Was it? Was so Gabby walked in with a pillow. Was it Gabby or Rachel f- that did it? It was Gabby, huh? Gabby, because she said, "I want to sit on your face." Yes, I. Which is such a funny line. I'm sorry, that guy is going places. I was about that it. guy is a loser. And the Let suit. me tell you first. No, 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 no. The suit that he had on. I could, I could swear I saw that suit stolen. somewhere else. He looked so stolen. good in it. Oh my that God, suit best. is stolen. I see who's stolen you, now. You so feel I'm a little testy right now, man. Are you okay? Make a, a police report. Yeah, I'm a little testy. That's uh, <laughs> he, did, he did so much better at me in that suit. Guys, we're talking about our boy Nate. Listen, we're get used to it now. America is about to fall in love with this man. He is just a solid, solid, solid individual. And um, you know, obviously, you know, one of Dustin's best friends from from how how long have you known Nate? I've known Nate since I believe eighth grade going to freshman year of Damn, uh, you guys go way back high school. Yeah. We were kiddies. We were kiddies. Yeah. It's crazy. This is actually really crazy to think about, yeah. It is. It's nuts. I met Nate about maybe maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. He, you know, didn't get didn't get any conversation with uh with the bachelor. He didn't. I was surprised. I was shocked. He didn't get a lot of airtime. I was devastated. I was like, "Where's my boy?" Could you imagine if they? I've been so pissed hey. if they let him go. That that would have been a bummer. But guys, yeah, d- just a heads up. We're gonna show. Nate, a lot of love on this puck and a lot of hate. I, you, Except on Dustin's Twitter. If you're not following Dustin on Twitter, I would highly recommend. He's live slandering Nate as the show <laughs> is going. 
best part of the night for me. So I'll give people a full disclosure. Me and Nate, I mean, we've known each other for so long. We're from Southern Illinois. We moved to Chicago. And we've, we've just always been together through so many hard times and great times. And like our love language is like shitting on each other. It's always <laughs> I been can that this, like yes. for, for a while. Like we just get in each other's face and talk shit. So I'm going to just share with you guys this because this is how I'm going to show love and showing him off. And you guys are going to probably be confused, but now you know. We need an and embarrassing just, picture, throwback picture. Every week. I got so many. All right. I just did an album. I went through my whole 6,000 photos and did an album of Nate's goofy ass doing goofy shit. So I'm excited. Right. Every Monday, I'm going to post stuff. One of the funniest memories I have with Nate, we ended up doing that trip to Tulum. And uh, <laughs> we talked about him on a podcast. I'm not going to bring that back up. <laughs> I was so pissed at you and Nate. I was so pissed at you guys, but continue your story. No, just one. We get, what, what was it? He, we go through security. We're in Newark about to fly to Tulum and we were just like, we're exhausted, right? But we, we, uh, we're going to sleep on the plane the whole way there. And he checked or he, he had to take his laptop out, right? His work laptop. This, so Nate, you're, you guys, we're not going to spoil too much, but very interesting guy. He's got a lot, a lot going for him. Great job. Very smart dude. And um, he had to do a lot of work on his laptop. That was the only way he was able to do the trip with us kind of last minute. And then he ends up leaving his laptop, right? Forgetting his laptop in Newark at the security area, right? Has to run, has to run all the way back while we're getting ready to board the plane, has to run all the way back to security. I, I'm surprised he found it and got back in time. That whole trip. No, no, but trip, didn't, didn't he, didn't we, we ended up taking off and he had left something at the airport. No, that's why he had to leave early. Oh my God, you're right. He didn't get it. I don't think he got it. That's he realized after the fact that he never actually retrieved his laptop again. And had we fly all the way down to Tulum, he ends up only staying there for like a day or two, and then has to like peace out because he needs the he needs to get work done. And um, this is the funniest shit. The night before too, uh, you him he pissed me off. We we decided (laughs) to do an all nighter. Like some guy said, oh, let's not go to sleep, Peter. Let's stay up all night. We got an early like 4 a.m. flight. Some guy. Like, all right. He pisses me off for some reason. I'm mad at Nate. I'm cursing him out. Peter, I'm like, where the hell? I'm mad at Peter. Everyone's running late. I'm cranky, hungover, drunk. And it, man, we, what a time. What a time. Hey, you guys, we'll you guys are Anyways. in for a treat. I, I cannot wait to see. We've actually, we've, we've tried to remain mostly unspoiled with, with Nate. I'm excited to yeah. To just follow he doesn't it. really tell too much, yeah. and I, I I get it. He doesn't want to tell much, and I didn't know. We're looking at the the clips. This motherfucker is on a helicopter. Looks like the next episode. I'm like, bitch, when did you get on a helicopter? Why did you tell me this? It, like, it looks like it could be a potential really early one on one here. It just looked from the you know they look like they're on the coast, you know, Southern California. They're flying a helicopter. Mm-hmm. It's funny actually. I think that was our boy. Oh, remember we Top Gun, Kevin? Yeah, remember Kevin was talking about coordinating the aerial photography for a helicopter date. I think he said wow. it was like they were landing on, on a boat or something. I, who, what are the odds that that was the he was filming Nate? Nate. Uh, it seems like it. We'll, we'll see. We don't know for sure, but from the, the preview, it looks like it could be that. So, small world. That would be wow. sick. Okay, so let's blow through this cocktail party. It wasn't incredibly compelling, none of it really stood out. Gabby and Rachel, Rachel especially, really wanted to get kissed. Didn't get kissed for a while. The men were not making big moves. You already talked about how the magician and then the twins went in when it was both of them. It was kind of strange. You know, on on that though, I, I was thinking probably, I think why you saw that, I don't think it was anything like, you know, they're not, they weren't into the women at all, for sure. No, I think it was 
a guy does that, now he is kind of locked in, right? It's, you pick it's, your way. You pick, yeah. You you're you're deciding right off to that with really having you know not having the chance to I get guess to know them. I guess that is a lot more pressure. So I could see why. Didn't think about that. Yeah. That was. By I didn't the think way. about that either. It's a good point. Yeah, you want to kind of, but if you're having a a great chat with someone that you don't think could be topped, I think you go for it. No, hundred percent. And we did see that a couple times. And I I think maybe. Well, you know, that could be a huge source of drama if those guys that did, you know, going for the kiss, now they do a switcheroo and start pursuing the other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. The race car driver really stood out to me. Nice guy. Uh, especially the way that he tried to relate what he does to how, Ra- like, what Rachel does. I thought that was really cool and memorable. She was really interested, too. You could tell, like, she's really into, like, motors. And, the, I mean, she's a pilot, you know, so she probably geeks out on that and... Yeah, that guy, that was smooth to bring that race car. I think he did kind of fumble by not, I think that's his girl, you know? So I think he fumbled by not not doing the kiss. He does look young also. I was like, how, how old is this guy? He well, I can like tell a, you right now, Mr. Race. What was his again, name? Again, like we've been saying, we're hyping this uh, document because we're going to be referencing it backwards and forwards all season 27, long. So we highly recommend. Too young. Oh, he's 27. 27. Okay. Uh, Rachel's 26. So yeah, that's perfect. Okay, good. Well, you just got good, good genes. Look young. Yeah. Okay. We have a Tino. Tino, obviously huge front runner. Mr. First Impression Rose on Rachel's side. The first kisses both got the impression roses. Yeah. That, that stood out. And, but I liked I liked what he did there with the whole, you know, quickly erasing a, a, maybe a bad memory for, for Rachel there on the stairs. It was clever. You know, it was definitely unique. And you could tell Rachel was, was smitten by it. I think we're going to see Tino go, go pretty far with Rachel. I agree. I think that that was really cute. I think that that went really well. My favorite moment from the cocktail party was Gabby was sitting with, I think it was Eric, and he was complimenting her. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, my hair is fake. I have a fake tan. But you can't tell because boys are dumb. And that, to me, was just like such a beautiful moment of a couple of my friends were like, wow, Emma, you're looking tan this summer. I was like, I haven't been outside once. This is all fake. It's like, but you just don't know because <laughs> I just I love Gabby's brutal just like honesty. Like she just like does her and she doesn't care what anyone thinks. You can tell. And it's just such a it's so refreshing. It's just so entertaining to watch. She's so funny. It, I yeah, I'm a big Gabby fan. Other in other news, I want to talk about how grocery store Joe thinks he's really slick. Oh, what the heck is that? He thinks he's slick out here cloning himself, trying to put another him out on the show. What the hell? It's like Southern grocery Joe. store Joe. You got, <laughs> you got Yankee Joe and you got Southern Joe for sure. Yeah. Hayden is interesting, but he's seriously, I've every time I saw him, it took my brain a second to catch up. Looks like, like Joe. Looks just like Joe. It's insane. Yes. Okay. I was sorry. I was pulling up the, uh, the page here. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. All right. All right. What are we missing here so, for a cocktail party? Anything else stick out? What did you guys think of the topless guy? Fabio, not Fabio. He came Fabio in on the horse, horse and then he was like, he said some weird stuff to Gabby. He rubbing me the wrong way. I, I was just kind of like, to her? at first you could see they had like the, you know, all the, the grease there kind of, you know, to make everything kind of pop. And I was like, oh, oiled boy, him up or oiled bit. up. All oiled up. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. gonna, is he gonna try to go hug him though? Like, or is it like, how is he gonna, is it gonna get all over them? That was my first Don't thought. Don't ruin that dress. <laughs> right? I know. Carrie would have been pissed. But yeah, he obviously guys, you know, ton of confidence. We'll see uh, what kind of, I don't know if you want to call it character, he is played out as, you know, as the show continues on. 
But yeah, I guess we got to see. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get too much personality out of him. So no, I mean he he was topless. I think that was his personality. <laughs> he came he came in on a horse. He has long hair and he was shirtless. Yeah, that's the Fabio. I think what we're gonna get from him. I'm I reserve the opportunity to be proven wrong. In fact, I enjoy when I'm proven wrong. I don't see it happening in this case. Maybe let's get to the rose ceremony. So. This happened a little differently than usual, right? This was I was a uh, bit shocked. I was a bit shocked too. I guess I, I did I didn't hate it, didn't love it, but I get it. I understand it. There are a lot of men. There's like what, 35 guys, so it's like it's almost yeah. impossible for a regular season for the lead to talk to every person already. Right. So you add another what five to six guys, it's gonna be just I honestly I was, so I was I guess, shocked that they didn't do any advertisement or promos. You know, hyping it up. First episode, you can't miss where the first rose ceremony gets canceled only on The Bachelor. That's true. <laughs> you know, yeah. that is true. There's always a new, new, something new every time. But yeah, so what they did is they decided to not have a rose ceremony, but they did single out a couple people that they just knew wasn't going to go very much further than that. Interesting that you said single out, given that two of them walked in together sat down with them together, and then walked out together. <sighs> Doubled. Double trouble. I think, though, we may see them again. Maybe. I think so. Those guys, those guys are handsome guys. They seem charming. Young. But I think, I, I think I definitely feel like... good candidates for, for Paradise to you know, go down there and have a, a second shot here. You know what I mean? Kind of like, like a, a, a Joe, grocery store Joe. If nothing else, I think that the twin bit is enough to get them places, right? It's memorable. Right. They're both attractive. They're incredibly hard to tell apart, which makes good television. The Bachelors, so, maybe? The Bachelor? Oh, my oh, God. Shoot. Dual Bachelor? All right. Well, that would get messy. The uh, quickest rose ceremony uh, to date in, uh, I think, first episode history. Obviously, we were stoked that uh, Nate is going to get a rose moving forward. Not having the chance to have the conversations yet, but I think we got a lot in store. And I think he's got a bright future on the show here. He's on a freaking helicopter. I called him right after that. Like, you, you can't tell me that you're on a helicopter? Like, damn. Dustin, did you get to go on a helicopter? No, I didn't. Mr. Pete put me on a helicopter, though, one time. I did. <laughs> I had to uh, make well, up for know how it. much you love heights. Yeah, that's what... Actually, I I, they missed an opportunity. Dustin, you should have been put on a helicopter. That would have been a hilarious TV to watch your facial expressions <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I'm going to love that. Oh. oh, man. So then we get the promo for the rest of the season. You get kind of like the clips. For example the sad forlorn Peter at the end where he's just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. The sad Colton where he jumps the fence. Clayton where he's like, I'm in love with multiple women. We get that moment and it's the women just breaking down. You see, why me? Why now? I think the hardest thing for me to watch is this transition of power from the bachelorette who is supposed to be the almighty in this case is now being shifted and given back to the men. And you see glimpses of rose ceremonies where Rachel, on multiple fronts, tries to give a man a rose, and he declines, declines. the rose because he's there for Gabby. So I, I knew this was going to get messy like this. It, I knew there was going to be one or two guys that are going to be indecisive, that are like liking both girls, and they actually turn into The Bachelor. They give up. The bachelorettes give up their power to the guys, and they're actually the bachelor that they're fighting for love. I'm excited. I, I'm excited. I don't know if you can blame 
I hear what you guys are saying. I don't know if you can blame the guys though. I I actually look at it and I no, it's production. I, yeah, I, I respect it. You know, a guy that is taking a chance. There's no guarantee that if you know, say in this situation, it's he's rejecting Rachel's rose. There's no guarantee that Gabby gives him gives him a rose, but he's making a stand of what he wants. He's you know being decisive in that. And unfortunately, yeah, it you know, it it, it hurts Rachel. It may may look her look bad and take some power away, but. I don't know if you'd want it the other way where a guy just accepts it just to accept it to maybe like you see sometimes on paradise where people are, it's a strategy, right? And they are trying to hold off for a couple more weeks to see who else shows up and and just to survive the week, they accept it. I don't know if mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to have seen that. So I feel like that yeah, situation is kind of forced. You're right. And But you've seen women turn down roses from men before. Pete, did anyone turn down a rose from you? I know they did on Clayton's season. And yes. Col- and, and, yes. And yeah. Colton's. Wait, I'm Col- thinking wait, about not, that for um, a Clayton and Colton. I'm, I'm confused. Clayton, Colton, Colton, Clayton. Yeah. Hard to do. <laughs> I think that it's just, it was a moment where you very, you get a very obvious elucidation of how this is going to work and how having two bachelorettes has flipped the script and the dynamic that we all know. And it's what was the conversation all night. They were like, there's no precedent for this. We don't know what the next thing is going to be. We're kind of blazing our own trail. But ultimately, I don't love that in the time where the women are supposed to be in charge, they now have to deal with this other factor of power dynamic not being in their control. And so that's just more of like an overarching problem I have with casting two bachelorettes. Why couldn't you do it with the men first? There have been like, what, 26 seasons of The Bachelor? Why couldn't you screw with them first? But you know, It'll be interesting to see how it goes. And they end with this journey, it's messy. I just hope it's worth it for both of us. That would be I think it that would be a bummer. I'd be like really sad if if one, you know, gets her heart broken. One one, you know, has her fairy tale ending and one gets her heart broken and doesn't, you know, that uh, that'd be tough. That'd That's be tough why to I watch. say I I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, you know what? Let's just leave together. Be best friends. Kind of do their thing, but I guess we'll see. Ultimately, you want to see them both in relationships, engaged. I don't even care. I, honestly, I don't even care if they're engaged. I just hope they find someone there in a relationship. You know what I thought was cool though too was there was a little segment there they they were messing with the guys and one of them was like, "Yeah, so we're gonna do a little switcheroo here and uh, we're, uh, we're yeah. gonna swap." But and we're gonna swap. That, that was funny, but I liked though that was that introduces a new element into the show that I don't we, we haven't seen before the whole idea of like double dating, right? And like, that's such a fun thing to do with your friends mm-hmm. in real life. You know, obviously dating wow. individually is, yeah. is great, but I, I like that they're um, taking advantage of that. And it'd be cool to see a couple like double dates and just how, you know, they interact that, that way. That would and be, wow. It kind of brings you more into like real world experiences, like after the show's going to be over. Feels more relatable. Like that's a real life experience that you're really going to have. And it's not always going to be just you two, like in a fairy tale. I see, Whatever. I see it now, though. You know? I see it now. Double dates, but the guys don't like each other, and they're just like probably talking shit about you know. They're totally gonna to like yeah, them up against each other. Oh, this is gonna be good, other. guys. This is gonna be great TV. Can't wait. So the last thing I have before we wrap out this episode, I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to name this episode, and I have a couple suggestions for you. So. Two Bachelorettes, one premiere recap. Mm. Rest in peace, Clayton Eckerd. Oh, God. 
Okay. Bachelorette Children's Choir alumni. Yo, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> and beware the topless horseman. Beware. Oh, or we can just go hashtag I'm team going Nate. team Nate. Hashtag team Nate. I, I, hashtag, yep. Let's do, let's do, uh, man, I really, we should, I hope this is the end for Clayton though. Gosh, can we just let this guy be? But yes. Look, team Nate. Team Nate. We're team Nate over well, here. Well, no, no, but we got to, we got to have it a little addition though to this. So we're going to go with team Nate here, but Dustin, you got to, you got to give some, got to give him some shit here. So what's like hashtag yes, make team it Nate slash what? <laughs> slash nice suit. <laughs> Uh, did you, suit stealer. No, did you steal my suit, bro? That should be the title of it. Did you steal my suit, it's bro? Suitgate. Suitgate. Yeah, bringing the salmon gate all the way back. Know. Maybe something like that. I was just gonna say, guys. Even though we are team Nate, you best believe I'll be the first to shit on Nate if he does something that he shouldn't be doing on on the screen. I will be the first to shit okay, on. Man. Okay, him. don't, don't enjoy that- it too much, Jesus. <laughs> But you know I will. You, no, I know. You know I, know. I have I have no issue uh, calling Nate out, and um, I'm excited. So, anyways, Team Nate, Nate better team watch Nate. out. I don't know. <laughs> um, with that, I guess this is episode 99, guys. We're wrapping it out. 99 episodes. Almost 99. You know what that means next 100 because I can do math. Almost Ooh, triple digits. Let's go. Awesome. All right, man. This was a uh, guys. I think we got some here. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. I think we got some. It's good to be back. Off season, like we said, is over. We're in the full swing of it. This is Recap. going to for sure be for sure be an interesting experience to uh, to follow along. No doubt. It's the sure most dramatic is. season yet. It may be. I think for be sure you can definitely like that's not just them saying that like they say every single season just because of the newness of this. So there are so many variables that can make things go great, also mess things up like crazy and. As the viewer, I guess, what else could you ask for? Yeah, double the drama. Also, I want to say real quick before we take off, the show that came on right after The Bachelorette last night with like the, the celebrities. Oh, relatives. the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, that was so good. I can't, oh, I didn't watch it. Oh my gosh, it's good. They try to figure out who they're related to. So everyone on there is related to some type of celebrity. And oh. like they don't tell, they tell you a few of them, but you got to try to figure out. And some of them just look identical to their... Tinder celebrity relative. It's it's good. But anyways, that's all Wait, I have so to say. Is Hayden is Hayden related to to Joe then? Is that like a Hayden is Joe. Joe is Hayden. Oh, okay. Same. Gotcha. Okay. He's cloned. It, it goes deep. It's all the way to the top here. Science, bro. Damn. All right, guys. Well, it's been real. We're glad to be back. Thanks for joining us again. Hope you enjoyed the recap. And uh till next week. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Inahosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? DM at Bachelors in the City podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.